My name is Walker, a.k.a. The Retail Ranger. It is my job to keep you free from food safety danger. The other is to make sure that stuff gets on the shelf. It's harder than it looks. I can't do it by myself. Welcome to Walker Retail Ranger. What's up, everybody? I'm Walker, also known as Retail Ranger. This podcast is about my personal and professional experiences from working in the retail industry for over 35 years. Each week, we'll discuss a different topic about life as a retail ranger. We hope you enjoy listening. Let's do this. Now it's time for Walker Retail Ranger. These days are ours. Will you stop? So I had Happy Day stuck in my head. I wanted to share that with the listeners out there old show from back in the day couldn't get out of my head and to deal with that you have to sing it out loud so i sang it out loud what's the matter what you looking at me for can you not hear me no i hear your beard hitting the microphone seriously all right so anyways uh welcome to the retail ranger podcast everybody it's uh episode 40 today is september 11th 2022 you might be hearing the uh, buzz of the phone over here that's Liz. probably what it is not my beard thank you for calling <laughs> hey, uh, right quick, before we get started, uh, I, just, I forgot to give a shout out last week. Um, I don't know who keeps doing it. <laughs> Stop texting or whatever. <laughs> All right, I'm shutting my phone off, folks. Well, I apologize. This is unprofessional. Hello. You tell me to do it. Well, it keeps vibrating. All right. There, she's off. Sorry about that. Go natty night. Horrible. Anyway, speaking of great customer service, Liz... Uh, when we were on vacation, our internet died at the beginning of the week, remember? Yes. So I tried rebooting it, did all the um, troubleshooting stuff online, yada, yada, yada. Uh, turns out that Wi-Fi box was from 2017. So it had, it had a good run. It was time for a change. So I just threw it in the car, and I, I ran down to the, the local Xfinity place. And I kid you not, if I was in and out of there in two minutes, I would be shocked. I mean, I walked in. I just said, hey, this thing's not working. She scanned that one, scanned the new one, put the new one in a nice little tote bag, <laughs> and uh, I was on my way. I mean, seriously, it was absolutely painless. So I got to give shout-outs to customer service. That was great. That's awesome. So if you guys do get a chance and you do have great retail experiences, please pass those on. They're pretty few and far between right now, it seems. That's true. So, uh, well, let me just go ahead and talk about that real quick, um, and then we'll cover the holidays for today. Okay. Um, so we've got some categories that we're having issues with in the stores and, and I went to a, a competitor today and I checked out those sections in there just to make sure it's not me. Right. Right. And lo and behold, same situation. So the categories that I'm seeing problems with right now in stock wise, we're still struggling with peanut butter. Jelly is starting to become an issue. As a matter of fact, cousin Dave had texted me earlier. He, he was asking if we were having issues and he actually said ours look good, which is Oh, not good. Because, I mean, it's starting to look spotty, like peanut butter and jelly. So that section's a, an opportunity. I started buying that a while back. Smart. One at a time. I didn't hoard. Thank you. Um, <laughs> what was the other one? Uh, pasta, like dried pasta. Mm-hmm. It's, it's starting to get a little sparse. And I remember we specifically talked about that a long time ago. When you think about all the grains and all that with the Ukraine and the no grain. Right. You know, there's all kinds of stuff that kind of pushing that away. Uh some of the drink categories, same thing in the competitor. We, you know, we're having issues with that. Um, instant potatoes. Mm-hmm. Yep. If you ain't got a potato to make an instant one, 
I mean, doesn't like dried potato flakes right. come from potatoes? Yes. So I guess they put those on the back burner while they're trying to get the... Oh, f- speaking of that, French fries. My French fry section looks horrible. We have Egyptian French fries I in the house. I saw that. Egyptian French fry. I, I mean, an Egyptian French... How much time and energy does it take to get French fries from Egypt? And they're only like three bucks. And that makes me nervous. You know what I'm saying? I wouldn't think of Egypt. Isn't that like a desert? It, well, I, I mean, I could barely grow potatoes in my little Rubbermaid how... pot and soil thing here. But you know, sand? Maybe that's the <laughs> trick. But yeah, um, I think there was another category. Cereal. Cereal. Yeah, we haven't had bag cereal in forever, and I guess it's probably because they're just focusing on certain brands, the grain situation. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's all kinds of stuff going on still, so it's not over. But uh, all right, so. Oh, I do have one more little trick. We woke up to a flat tire in your Jeep today. Yes. And I, being the studious retail ranger that I am, I knew what to do. <laughs> I plugged it. Um, but when I was putting the, after I put that tire back on, made sure it was the right pressure and all that, your front wheels look kind of rough because of the brake dust, right? Right. I've kind of n- neglected the vehicles this year. I'm not going to lie. You know, We've been doing a lot of chicken ranching and burning <laughs> that dang log. That log. I don't know if everybody knows, but I've been burning this log <laughs> all summer. Uh, it was a tree that came down a long time ago, and I, the guy says, do you want me to haul it away? I was like, is it going to cost money? He said, yeah. I said, no, just leave it there. I'll take care of it. So I tried chainsawing it, and after about 10 blades, I realized <laughs> this thing is a beast. So I started burning it. It would have been cheaper just to let the it's, guy... By now, it. <laughs> with the amount that I've spent on time and energy and supplies, like fire starters and all that stuff, it probably would have been cheaper. However... It is entertaining watching a fire. It's relaxing. True. Especially get the, the Golden Girls in the background. They'll jump up on the log while it's a fire. Yeah, they're not the smartest. They are not. And then there was some ashes the other day where it had burned. And one of them started walking through the ash. And I'm just looking. Because, I mean, what am I going to yell? Look out. What is she going to do? <laughs> so she, she, she literally walked through the ashes. But my goodness, did she walk fast after. <laughs> About halfway through, she was like, ooh, I got, flew off. But... Telling you all that to tell you this, I figured out a little hack to clean the inside of the, the rims on your Jeep with the brake dust. You know, it's pretty nasty. Yeah. So I sprayed simple green stuff all over there, and then I used a paintbrush, an old paintbrush I had in the shed because I couldn't find my quote-unquote wheel brush. <laughs> you know, you can buy specialty brushes. Well, this was just a nasty old paintbrush, and I sprayed the simple green on there, and I, I started scrubbing it with the paintbrush, and man, it was coming right off. So then I stand back and I sprayed it with water and the, the brake dust was still there. I'm like, it just moved. I'm like, well, that sucks. So I sprayed it again, hit it with the spray um, with the paintbrush and use the hose at the same time. And man, it disappeared. That's wild. Yeah. So they look really good. Thank you. Um, we did just have a torrential rainstorm. It almost delayed the uh, podcast because we have a skylight right above us and it was loud. <laughs> it was but so loud. It has stopped raining now. So, so we're good to go. So... Obviously, today's a somber day for us here in the United States. It's the uh, anniversary of 9-11. Um, never forget what happened to us in 2001. Um, we were actually both working at the world's largest retailer together back then yeah, when that happened. I remember that was that. one of the most horrific days of my life. Um, and nothing to do with what everybody else had to go through, but just right. actually witnessing that and, and being an American, how much that hurt. So we're going to go to a lighter note. Um, there are some happier reasons to celebrate today, Liz. Oh, Tell me more. It's Grandparents' Day. We're still not there. No rush, girls. No <laughs> yeah, rush. Let please. me clarify that. But we're still not there. Uh, it is National Make Your Bed Day. 
and you know what? We did. Yeah, we just did that. So we literally made the bed today because we had after we painted that room, we had taken the well, we had taken the carpet out to clean it. And then today we were reinstalling the carpet in the bed. So I'd take the box spring, the mattress and everything off to move the frame to put the carpet back on, right? Right. So we had to make the bed from scratch. <laughs> What's that little thing that goes around it? The bed skirt? Yeah. Even had to put that on there. So <laughs> so we made our bed today. <laughs> It's also a National Hug Your Hound Day. Oh, right. He, he's napping as usual, like a good little guy. <laughs> uh, no news is good news day. Dude, that needs to be every day. <laughs> yeah. There is so much chaos in this world I right know. now. It's good to unplug, folks. Whenever you're starting to feel down because there's so much negativity out there, just re-listen to this podcast. We're not going to talk about doom and gloom today. Okay, good. So... Uh, it's also Hot Cross Bun Day. I don't think I've still officially ever had a hot cross bun. Oh, we used to make them at uh, the bakery. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I know they still exist, but all I remember hot cross buns was that little musical ditty that they used to oh, teach us yeah. when we were in Music 101 in second grade or whatever. Hot cross buns. <laughs> hot cross buns. I guess that was to teach us rhythm. Didn't work. I had no, no rhythm, I was going to say... <laughs> So, speaking of buns, what's cooking, Liz? Well, well, we're having chicken legs tonight. Ooh. Barbecue. Okay. Say more about that, because I'm intrigued. Well, since it's raining, I can't do it outside on the grill. Okay. But I'm going to start them in the air fryer, and then put the sauce on and finish them off in the oven. So, you... I guess starting them off in the air fryer, that'll probably help get rid of a lot of the fat anyways, right? Yeah, and so it'll kind of crisp them up a little bit, too. All right, it'll I'm help the that. sauce stick to it better. And it's just the legs, or is it the it's just legs. drumsticks? Yep. Any thighs? Nope. Ooh, so it'll be quick, easy to eat. <laughs> and I'll get barbecue sauce all up in this nasty beard. And then, to go along with it, it's something I haven't made in a long time, and I love them, is potato skins, like... Old school potato skins. Can't, were... can't have been any better timing. Today is like Sunday football day. Whatever, yeah. it, whatever these American people call it. Football. <laughs> it, like the big games are all starting. Actually, it's technically started Thursday, but it's football day. What a great appetizer. Tell, tell us about your potato skins. Well, I like to use the small potatoes. Not tiny, but, you know. Like not, a, not, not the baking potato right, size. Right, right. Smaller ones. Smart. And then just I wash them. I soak them for a while to make sure all the dirt's off. And then dry them really good. I put some olive oil and kosher salt on them. Got to be kosher salt. Yes. And then I bake them in the oven at 375 till they're done, but not like squishy. Okay. And then I just cool them off, cut them in half. And then when you go to take the insides out, you know, usually what you see is someone using a spoon. Right. I like to use a fork because it gives it ridges. Oh, so it keeps whatever is the potato is still in there under the skin has ridges. Right. <gasps> so then. You heard it here first. Well, folks. like fry some bacon. If you want to use bacon bits, you can, but I like the real deal. Yes, so. you do. And then cheese. I like to use Colby Jack. Okay. And then, of course, scallions. And you can just go crazy with potato skins. You oh, could, absolutely. You could go Mexican and use the queso sauce. Mm-hmm. I mean, jalapenos very versatile snack it is and the skins are what have the vitamins that's what right. they say right and then save that bacon grease because you use that to brush on the after you use the fork to get okay. that flesh out you want to save about a third of the flesh in there 
but you want to brush the potato inside with before you a add all the stuff. Of bacon grease. Yeah. Get out of here. So then I stick them in the oven and mm. hit them with a broiler just to kind of crispen it up just a little bit. That makes sense. And then I'll take them out and put the cheese on there. That helps the cheese melt too. And get all down in those nooks and crannies. You are insane. No wonder those things are so good. I didn't realize how much time and energy you put into those things. And then I throw the bacon on there. Probably a little more cheese because I don't like the bacon to get scorched. Yeah. And I throw, I like to put the scallions on while they're in the oven versus, you know, the green onions. Yeah, I don't like the fresh. I like to have it a little cooked. I I like it a little cooked. And then just, you know, when the cheese is hot and bubbly, just take them out, put sour cream. You can, you know, make a dip. Salsa, throw tomatoes on there. I mean, they're just amazing. Yeah, I can't wait. It's been like a couple of years since I can't believe I haven't made them in so long. But... Well, we haven't really been watching a lot of football. <laughs> That's well, we true. Haven't. Been, we had a lot going on, especially last year. That's true. So, uh, well, are you good on the potato skins? Yeah. Because I wanted to reflect upon your LFC. Oh. Uh, <laughs> our girls came over one day last week and we had... LFC, a.k.a. Liz's Fried Chicken. <laughs> and I don't know what you do. Do you do anything different than... Well, I always brine my chicken. If okay. I'm going to fry it, I'll brine it in, they, you know, buttermilk. I, I don't use buttermilk because okay. I never have any. But um, you can use regular milk, and then I put either lemon juice or vinegar in there. and it. it so that kind of makes it a little yeah, funky. it okay. makes it like buttermilk. Okay. And then I add all my spices and everything in that. Into the brine? Yeah. Yep. And brine it like all day. And if you need to add some ice in there just to keep it cold. And then when it's time, you know, to start breading it, um, I just take it right out of that brine because it's already got the buttermilk and everything on it. So everything sticks to it. And with my flour mixture, I put salt and pepper in that. But then I'll add like some droplets of milk and, um, well, several, and then use a fork to kind of, Get in there and kind of make it like coarse corn, you know, cornmeal. It it gets a little and it gives it that yeah, little chunks of crispiness. And then after I bread them all, I'll put it on a little rack and put it in the refrigerator and let them sit in there and let that breading like congeal to the chicken, Uh, so it doesn't come off in the pan. That's smart. Yeah. Little tips for LFC. We won't (laughs) tell you what thirteen herbs and spices she uses, but I'm sure it's more than what the Colonel does. Actually, it's probably not. Eh. No. It's just made with love. Yes, it's That's made awesome. with love. So um, I am gonna, I'm gonna vent oh. a little bit, and it's not really doom and gloom. It's just reality. Okay. But but I gotta just get some stuff off my chest because I'm sure it's everywhere. I know it's. Oh, not, I know it's, it's everywhere. It's not just me. We're having a hard time with people staying on the job. I'll just I'll just leave it at that. Whether it's by their choice or our choice. We are just absolutely struggling. And I'm going to give you a non-specific example that a friend told me about. Okay. You feel me? I like where you're going. All right. So this friend of mine uh, hired this dude, and he was working um, in a perishable department. Okay. And within his first half an hour on the shift, he was on his cell phone, like texting. And and that's a big problem. I mean, I... It's huge. This day and age, I am seeing a lot of that and there's like no regard for um when it's the right time to use your phone well with some roles though they have a cell phone that they're actually absolutely absolutely doing something with the groceries yep and and there's times where i'll I'll google something for a customer you know if there's something i'm unfamiliar with we'll google it and figure it out together right 
Uh, we have the, our e-commerce. Obviously, they use their phones. But when I see somebody standing there at the end of a register supposed to be bagging and they're on their phone, <laughs> I feel like they're not really adding much value to that. True. But back to this dude that my friend told me about, um, his assistant manager went over to him and said, hey, hey, if you wouldn't mind uh, like chilling out on the cell phone a little bit, maybe go to the back room, which 50 feet away or whatever. Because the guy said he had to keep texting his kids or something. And the, the manager was like, well, that's cool. Just If he just do it back there, that way it doesn't look bad on the sales floor right. you know, in front of customers. Because when you're on your phone, customers walk by, and what if they need something? They're going to think you're busy. That's They're going to think you're rude. Mm-hmm. It, it just gives the store a bad impression. So, And, and we're, we're compassionate people. There's things going on outside of work. I know other people that have personal stuff going out on outside, and they do have to touch base with somebody from time right. to time. More power to you. It's great that we have communication like that. But the abuse is insane. So guess what my friend told me? What? The dude walked off the job. He literally just walked off. Wow. He was a full, he had just gotten full time. And instead of saying, all right, cool. Hey, thanks for not saying I'm a jerk for using my cell phone and allowing me to go to the back room and still do what I needed to do. Dude just literally walked off into the sunset. It's It's insane. I've had people that have, we've trained them. They've gone through all their training. When it's time for them to work their solo day, that's the only day they work. Then they're gone. You know, we spend all that time and energy training, interviewing people, training people, and then they work one day and walk off. And, and I get it. There, there's options. That, a lot of people probably have applied at a lot of different places. We might have been the first to offer them the job. What do they do? They take it. Right? Right. My recommendation to folks, if you have several irons in the fire out there, don't accept the first job offer. Tell that person, hey, I'm waiting to hear back from one other company. I should know in like two days. I need to make my decision now. Right. Unless you are 100% committed that you want to work at the first place, then take it. Yes. But yes. my goodness, the it's insane. And then, I, at least out here where I'm at, my customers understand that. True. That, they, they know that, you know, because there's help wanted signs everywhere in this county. You drive up and down our main thoroughfare, help wanted, help wanted, help wanted, help wanted. Yep. Help. It's crazy. So I think my customers understand that. They've been a lot more tolerable. Plus, we talk because, you know, I know quite a few of them and I'm open to feedback. True. Anytime a customer's got a beef, I'd rather have them just talk to me. I can, I can handle it right there. I can, sometimes they get, I learn something that I wasn't aware of. So, Communication is fantastic, but it's just super, super frustrating when you hire somebody, you feel gall gung ho about it, things are going great, and boom, they just walk off the job. Or, there's, there, I had six people call out in my store over Friday and Saturday. Six shifts that were not worked on Friday and Saturday. That's crazy. How many of them were because people were absolutely sick? None. <laughs> None. Yeah. Seriously. Well, two were no call, no shows. Um, there was a, yeah, they weren't sick. Nobody called and said, hey, I got a fever. I got a cough or I don't feel good. They just, I got family stuff to do today. Yeah, and I get it. But my goodness, six in on a Friday and Saturday, two, two of our busiest days. Right. It just drives me insane. So I'm just venting to get it off my chest because I got to go back into work tomorrow <laughs> with a smile on my face. And, and make it happen. You will. But it is just frustrating. Oh, I know. It really is. So we're going to start interviewing harder now. I mean, we've got to. 
Um, I've always told my folks to hire personality. We can teach technical. I think now more than ever, what I think happened was I think we got to the point and it's probably like this in the industry where you hire the first person that, you know, doesn't have a bad resume. They might not be super personality, but you just, they haven't done anything that makes you say, oh, I better not hire them. Right. Right. So you just hired the first thing in this biz. We call it hiring bodies. Right. Right. And I think we get to that point sometimes, but man, it's a double edged sword when you do that. Cause I mean, that, that's a total gamble. 50, 50 shot of whether they're going to actually make it or not. You know, cause I think with folks, if you're not a hundred percent convinced after that interview that they are a great fit for this gig, if you don't invest that time and energy right at the beginning of their journey, like really, I guess that's the other thing. Um, I've actually given people compliments. Like I go up and introduce myself. Hey, I'm, I'm so-and-so. I'm your new store manager or I'm your store manager. Um, I've heard good things about you, stuff like that. What, it seems like when I do that as of late, they leave. <laughs> it craps out. So, I mean, do I not give positive feedback? Obviously, you have to, but it just seems kind of weird. I, I've told people they've gotten raises. I've had two people that I've told, hey, by the way, we made some adjustments. You just got a, a pay increase. Two people, one went wonky and, and stopped coming to work. The other one came in the next day and said, I want four more dollars an hour <laughs> or I'm out of here. And I was like, peace be with you, brother. <laughs> I hope you find it. But I mean, it's just, it is so freaking crazy to get these stores and keep them staffed. I know. Thank goodness for my squad in my building. Yeah, you have a good store. I, I do. I, I've got the best core group of people that work with me and they're cross-trained. And my goodness, if you're not cross-trained... If you wanted to be a manager tomorrow, if you come to work every day, you're there on time, you're following a company's dress code and policies, and you're being productive, and you start asking for other things to do, I guarantee you, you will move up super, 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 fast super quick. these days, yeah. Yeah. It's an entry-level position if you come in at the bottom, right? Right. Don't settle for that. But also, don't come into an entry-level position in my store and command 50 bucks an hour <laughs> yeah. to bag groceries. No. But that's what a lot of people think, too. They keep hearing, you know, 15 bucks an hour, 22 bucks an hour in California. All that. Dude, I'm not going to pay somebody 22 bucks an hour to bag groceries. Right. Come on. Heck, I'd do that. Shoot, I'd come out of retirement and do that. I'd work two full-time jobs. I'd be, <laughs> I'd be a bagger here and a bagger at the other store. But that's just kind of my rant. It's just kind of enraging. So, this too shall pass, is what they say. Yes, it will. So, I'm going to adjust the mic here. Because we're a little behind, Liz. We have eight shopping lists. Oh, good. I love shopping now, lists. And this is just from last Monday. So, I mean, it's not that we're behind on them. They just, they, they stopped throwing them around my store for a week, but then they made up for it. <laughs> so, I'm not going to read them all. I'm just going to call out a couple highlights on these. I'll try to post them on our Walker Retail Ranger Instagram uh, featuring one of our chickens. Uh, this one is one of the most jacked up ones I've ever seen. It's wrinkled. It's got to be a dude. Let's, let's be honest. It was in a front pocket. Right. Um, desert. D-E-S-E-R-T. D-E-S-E-R-T. <laughs> right? That's not the funny part. Jalpeno. H-A-L-P-E-N-O. <laughs> I think I knew a guy named Jalpeno. 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 Uh, shredded cheese was right below the the big hole uh, on the note. See, it's kind of ripped apart. Oh, there. wow. Yeah, th this thing has seen better days. Apparently, he didn't feel like shopping. No. A lot of it's crossed off, though, so apparently he found the desert. 
I wonder if that's where the Egyptian French fries. Oh, are. oh. <laughs> all right. This one simple to the point. Uh, B potato. Okay. Uh, green beans and milk. That was it. Simple. Yep. All right. This one. Uh, it's on a pink post-it. Water, cranberry juice cocktail, chicken, mac and cheese, potato salad. Nothing major about that. No. One. But I still got to represent it. Uh, chicken breast, grapes, blueberries, kale salad, four cans, chili beans, onions, two bottles, sugar-free barbecue sauce, and a white marker. That one threw oh, me for a, a loop. White a marker. white marker. Hey. Uh, well, number one, I wouldn't go to a grocery store looking yeah, for something true. like that. Yeah, true. Maybe Joanne's Fabrics or something. But I'm sure there's a white marker out there, but that's kind of weird. That is weird. All that's right. like something you used to sign football helmets with. Well, maybe they're going to one of the Little League games. I had one of those. You did. Uh, green post-it note, cheese heads, Ew. and ginger snaps. What a combo. Grody. Yeah. Well, they got them separated by a line, so okay. at least I'm not going <laughs> to. All right. Here's another. Uh, What's a cheese head? Those are actually like those little cheese sticks. Uh, you know, the little mozzarella cheese oh, sticks, the peel apart okay. things? Okay. Yeah, it's a brand. Not a sponsor, so I won't say their name. Um <laughs> So this one's Chobani yogurts, also on a green uh, post-it note. Chobani yogurts. And, and this is why it's funny, and it's just a little thing for me. So the area where we have our digital coupons is called a kiosk. Right. K-I-O-S-K. People struggle with that word. I've heard people call it a kiosk. <laughs> uh, and this person actually went to spell it. And I give them props. But I've never seen three vowels used like this. K I O A S K. Quask. <laughs> Kiosk. But they were they were noting that there was a coup a coupon at the At least they yep. Good. Took a whack at it. Oatmeal. And this one, I don't know. French fruit spread. French fruit spread. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what that is. I don't know. Uh, honey with a question mark. Uh, Nesquik, no sugar added. And then Tostitos, bite size, and hint of lime. Which I know for a while they were having a hard time getting the hint of lime. Yeah. But I think they're back in on those. All right. This one is uh, another wrapped up. This one, this person was angry because they wrote it in all caps. Uh, I'm not going to read all of them, but it looks like it was your basic stuff. The one call out on this one is Marara sauce. M-A-R-A-R-A sauce. Marara? Marinara. Marinara. Yeah, it's gravy over there. Marinara. Uh, chick strips with a C-H-I-K. Oh, and this one was cool. Broccoli. B-R-O-C-O-O-L-I. <laughs> when you just give up. Brock. Eh, whatever. Uli. Broccoli. <laughs> so my favorite. Hold on. Let me work this little machine here. This, this one was the best. And they wrote it on a uh, piece of notebook paper. It's very neat. It's almost categorized. Um, I'll, I'll post this one on so there. So it, it was a woman? Yes. yes with obviously. kids? Yes. Okay. Uh, Continue. Thank you. So at one point on here, there was so much stuff. There was a section that says freezer crap, lunch crap, <laughs> and snack crap. <laughs> and I then love it. It also says lasagna and ravioli. And then underneath it, somebody wrote L-A-S-S-A-N-Y-A. Lasagna? Yeah, but I mean, they actually wrote lasagna out oh, the right yeah, way, but somebody weird. else wrote it weird underneath. 
And then uh, somebody else, they added, because I know this wasn't the person, it's not the same writing. They wrote bagels with a B-A-G-L-E-S. Bagles. <laughs> but that wasn't, I mean, bagels is actually on the shopping list to begin with, spelled correctly. So I don't know why that added on there unless kid I think was a kid was funny. just yeah. playing, yeah. So. That's great. Yeah, that was good times. Freezer crap. Freezer crap, snack crap. <laughs> I want some chicken crap. That was probably some on the front. <laughs> oh, I'm sure it is. Yeah. So. All right, well, you got anything else? I think we're going to shut her down. I think I'm good. You good? Yeah. Get some quosia. Thank you for sharing your uh, potato skins, and I cannot wait. Me too. That, that's going to be fun. Might actually put on some of that football stuff they were talking about. Yeah. <laughs> I got other stuff to watch. All right, folks. Thank you for your support. Uh, special shout out to all the uh, the 23 followers. We're up to 23, by the way. That's great. Yep. 23 legit. I mean, I don't know if people are listening and not subscribing, following. Obviously, they are. Um, I did look at the map real quick. I think we've got five European Sweden you know you have a mic there when you say something Sweden yes yes good friend Jay out there <laughs> shout out to Jay beautiful photographer yes my goodness so alright everybody thank you for your support and we'll catch you on the flip side peace peace hey retail rangers be sure to check out walkerretailranger.com you can go there maybe copy the link and I don't know send it to some random people on your phone help spread the word We also set up a phone number. It's 804-491-6097. We can take text or voicemails, and it's a great opportunity to give us feedback on the show or maybe give us a topic you want us to shoot the breeze about. Uh, As always, we appreciate your support, and we'll catch you on the flip side. Peace. Thank you for listening to us and letting us be ourselves. We appreciate what you do to get stuff on the shelves. Stay safe out there. Do what you can to avoid any danger. Have fun, work hard, and be a Retail Ranger. You've been listening to Walker Retail Ranger.